0: right about him, I'm always right, it's like when I'm right, I'm right, and when I'm wrong, I could have been right, so I'm still right, because I could have been wrong. That makes sense, come on. All right, we back, episode 17, Uh, a lot has happened in the last week,
1: in in the
0: last 24 hours even, Yep. you know, there's real world, Shit, there's sports shit. There's just shit everywhere. And shit hit the fan. Um but shit seems to be going in the right direction. It's a lot
1: of sewer talk, but I follow what you I I was picking up what you was putting down. Um, I'm not really sure where we should start, besides what we do every week, motherfuckers episode 17, number 17 on your dials, number one in your hearts. To me, it's a clear answer for 17, but I'm not gonna pick that clear answer because it's a layup for you, even though you're probably gonna go somewhere else.
0: Very much else, yeah. Who are you going with then?
1: I'm gonna cheat. And I'm gonna cheat because this person wore 17, but the year that they wore 17 is not the year for which I wanna reference.
0: Okay, I can live with that. Okay, I'm kind, of, like- I'm, I'm kind of
1: doing a similar thing, so
0: it, it okay. kind of works.
1: Yeah, because I feel like it's not too big of a cheat because he did wear 17, but with the, the one I'm about to mention was so much more fresh and fly when he wasn't in 17. 17 was the end of the road. So I got to go with <clears> – <throat> I don't even know if this is a fact, but I believe it is. The only white person to ever win an NBA slam dunk championship – um, the son of one of the greatest players nobody ever talks about, top 50 all time on the NBA's list and on Ivan and I's list. Also, sorry for the congested sounds, you know, uh spring has sprung and my car is now a light tint of green, which means my eyes, nose, and throat are not feeling good. And the person that I'm choosing was way more fly, way more fresh, way more dope as hell when he wore 31. Got to go with Brent Barry.
0: Great good white pick. hope.
1: He To me, Brent Barry, in, with the Clippers, when he didn't take off his warm-up to win dunk contest, is what they tried to make in White Man Can Jump. Brent Barry is one of the most underrated athletes in NBA history as well, and it's because he's white. Brent Barry, would he was, to me, not on the same level. Just want to put that up there. Not saying it's the same level. Young Brent Barry... Had the exact same game as young Ray Allen. Like legitimately, you just gonna either drive or just pull up. It's only two options. And I'm gonna bang on you or shoot
0: this three. And we're gonna make it work. I I I like the pick. I like the pick. He was not one that crossed my mind when thinking about 17s. Um Let's see. There's actually a few more than I had even initially thought of. Um, In a good way or a bad way? Like, were they forgettable, but you happy you saw them? Or was
1: it like, oh, that's dope. I wish I remembered that.
0: It's just more even coming to my head. Like, there, there's some Boston athletes that have worn it that I liked. Um, it, obviously, by the way, the layup that he that Reese was referring to earlier was John Havlicek. So, shout out to Honda. No. No. Um, <laughs> Another great 17 to play in that building. Milan Lucic, absolute legend of a human. Um, I don't even know. I don't even think I know who that is. Educate the kid for a quick second. Uh, Milan Lucic w- was a forward for the Bruins. Um, won, won a cup with them in this in 2011. Uh, I believe he just played his thousandth game. Um, so he's been in, in the league for quite some time now. Um, my best memory of him would be hitting a Toronto Maple Leaf so hard that he broke the glass. Uh, so he put someone into the boards and shattered the glass. Um, and those are that glass is that glass doesn't shatter. Y- your sounds uh, nowhere to be found. There you go. Remember the game NHL hits. That's what that yes. was. Yeah, no, that's who he is basically. But, you know, he would also come up with the clutch goal or if he needed it. Um, A couple other people that came to mind, thought of going the footy route. Kevin De Bruyne currently wearing it. Um, Erling Holland wore it, but he's now switched to nine. Um, But I'm going to go with this guy, uh, a a, a guy close to my heart. Um, He played for for one of uh, the local Cape Cod League baseball teams that I uh, grew up watching he was before my time, but I'm going to go with a guy who I think of the most recent generation of baseball is one of the more underrated players um, because he played for a team that not many people pay attention to. I'm going to go with Todd Helton. Todd Helton was a monster gold Glover, silver slugger, did it all, you know, to, to be a guy that has over, you know, about 370 homers and still hit 315. um, in that generation, it's pretty impressive. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little love to Todd Helton.
1: Okay, okay. That's a dope pick. I was going to originally go with Scott Rowland because he is one of the best players at his position that nobody likes. Wasn't he
0: 27?
1: Um, he, play, he, he played. In, he started in 17, I believe. Maybe right. I think he started with 17.
0: Yeah, no, it looks like. Yeah, his, his Philly's tenure was 17. You're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I actually have a Scott Rowland rookie card um and i think Prestige. i'd probably do too yeah. somewhere i have some yeah so like he, he he was dope i mean we don't bang with him in philly because he actively said i want to play anywhere but here I And mean, we can't say that kind of stuff in philadelphia even if it's true so you know scott rowland was going to be a pick and then i was like i'm not picking scott rowland so i was like i'm gonna go with the only white nba slam dunk champion ever and top that's a list we should do. Top 50 coolest NBA players ever. But that's a different conversation. But I think I think, I
0: think we, we we discussed that. We also talked about the the top 50 culture
1: team. Oh which, no, we did that. We definitely talked about the yeah. top 50 culture team. And the sad part is some of the greatest players of all time from our generation were too corny to make it. So corny. Super duper corny. Like it's it's like night and day how corny some of the players that that are the greatest are, which is right. cool. You know, we, everybody can't be cool because everybody was cool. Then we speaking which up. happy
0: Taco Tuesday, trademarked or attempted to be trademarked.
1: Oh, but did it? Let me tell you wait, a new a new person trying
0: to trademark it? No, I'm just talking about LeBron.
1: Oh, just in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, which um, to to segue if we want to. Um,
1: From a man who's been eating too many tacos, huh?
0: No, I'm just saying uh, LeBron, a part of Femway Sports Group, Mm -hmm. um, they all need to get out of all of my teams. Mm, mm, I want mm. them all gone, and I want them uh, heavily punished in some regard, which is hard to do when people are billionaires, but find a way. I think the way you punish a billionaire is by telling them no. I don't think they deal with that well. That and which is effectively what happened. Um for, for those unaware, I'm referring, of course, to the European Super League um that was mm, announced okay, okay, two days ago. Uh, announced okay. two days ago and is now dead. Thank God. Um, <laughs> although the last I saw Atletico Madrid, Barcelona are still committed. Um and yes, I know Real Madrid definitely are because really this all stemmed from the fact that they're in a shit ton of debt. Um and they wanted free money. Um, However, the traditions of uh, football in Mm -hmm. Europe uh, run much deeper than the the billionaire's pockets, and the fans spoke. um, And I I can only speak for Femway Sports Group because they're the ones I know the best. But what outraged me the most is the amount of, you know, we're talking 150 years of tradition, values that are instilled at every club liverpool specifically with the ideas of you'll never walk alone uh to turn on the on the commoners you know that's supposed to be and they allow themselves as the working man's club um but what pissed me off the most and i think you will you know i i don't think this is something that's been argued much because i think probably not the early european fans the british fans don't know these things but that ownership group is very much named after one of the great cathedrals of sports history. Mm-hmm. So they of all people should understand the importance of tradition um, and staying committed to that. But the problem is they're very detached from the game. You know, these are just investments for them. Um, you know, I was, I was trying to put into perspective for some people, um, you know, American sports fans and what, what this is to erase the history and values of some of these teams It would be like someone coming in, buying the Red Sox and chopping down the Green Monster. It would be like someone buying the Yankees and bulldozing Monument Park that pay homage to all their legends and putting a bar in center field. You know, it would be like tearing the Ivy off the walls at Wrigley. It's just things that would be pretty inconceivable Mm -hmm. um, in my eyes, you know, and, you know, I hope I'm glad that um, all the Premier League teams have backed out. I hope all of them get relegated that's, that's another place that you attack the billionaires is by saying, okay, now you're lose a lot of revenue that you would have normally had. Um, you know, I think they should be heavily, heavily punished.
1: Uh, I'm mostly with you. I think that one of the biggest uh, issues that I have with it, with that particular take is that I can't compare any professional sports league to FIFA, Mm -hmm. because it's so fucking corrupt like it's that's a different level of corruption so if if owners are trying to be a little bit more crooky than fifa can handle i don't know if i feel bad about i feel bad for the fans involved yes but when it comes to sticking it to fifa I'm very torn at that because FIFA is full of so many scumbags that I'm like, that's the only part. Like, I don't, I don't disagree with anything you said at all. Actually, it's just that, like, I don't know if I feel that strongly about just because they're sticking it to FIFA. And I think that when it comes to like American equivalents, I think that we've already more than we might even realize. And this might be another list that we come up with. We've already erased or rewritten a lot of the classic American sport timey things. We just pretend like that's not the case. Like, I'm not not saying that these guys are as culturally relevant historically, but when it comes to on paper, these specific teams are massive because of the area that they're in. The fact that the only football team that plays in a state of New York. Is the one that's not called New York? Dude, you know, like that's crazy to me. You know, like the fact that the that places like uh, what's the name of it? Um, the Braves don't play in Atlanta. That's that's crazy. Like they play in the suburbs of Atlanta. You know, like the fact, like there's stuff like that that are hidden, but we just don't either realize. The Warriors
0: not playing in Oakland.
1: Warriors not the Raiders not playing in Oakland. Like L A. Or LA, you know, and just going somewhere completely different. You know, like the garden, the, the garden we acknowledge, not the, the one in New York, the garden changing the floor. <laughs> like shit like yeah. that is just like, I get why you did it. Yeah, but I yeah no, like I,
0: I, I mean, I get why they're doing it, but it was just, and I think the the worst part was, it was so, you know, as bad as, as bad as the fans are you know, what they did to the fans, it's almost even more disrespectful. The coaches didn't know, players at the clubs didn't know. Um, and, and, you know, I'm glad that you mentioned the, the FIFA point because Jurgen Klopp kind of said that, um, you know, when this was all breaking and Liverpool were playing yesterday um, and, and he kind of had to be the first to face the reporters on the front of everything going on. And he basically said, I'm against it, you know, which is a sentiment he had shared a couple of years ago. Um, and but you know, he even mentioned that he said, you know, but stuff that FIFA do, that UEFA do, they're always trying to play more and more and more games. You know, they're they're talking about this new expanded Champions League, which I'm fully against. That's gonna now give teams that didn't earn a qualification spot. Some some of them still get to be in it based on their history, which is ridiculous. Cause that's kind of what the idea of this super league was, was this creating this entitlement um, that you belong to be there. No, none of those teams belong to be there, especially not right now. Many of them (laughs) like Arsenal didn't make the champions league last year. Man Manchester United didn't make the champions league last year. Uh, Tottenham have never won a fucking trophy that matters in their club's history. All great points, all great points. <laughs> like, why isn't Leicester there? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Liverpool have won one league title since 1990. As much as I That's love them. And they've won two European Cups. So those are big trophies as well. But you've won the league one time. Yeah. That that See,
1: but that, I think that – I believe the fans for that because we as fans have to respect ourselves enough to – not excessively give money to the teams that we love when they are obviously doing us a disservice by the way that they're playing. Like the fact that just because of the location in the alleged history of the Knicks, they are the, always the highest value ties in NBA in the NBA and the Knicks. You're, you're mostly literally- paying for the real estate. You're paying for the real estate. But even that, though, Ivan, like, I don't even think it's really fully that because the Nets aren't valued that high. Like, it's, like, one of those things where it's because the aura is New York City, yeah. the Mecca of basketball, and the Knicks have such a storied history. And it's am like the Knicks have a history.
0: <laughs> they they won a championship 50 years ago.
1: You dig? Like, I don't know if you can call it story. It's a story. It's not a story, like, I think. But, and, but we just ignore that, and we just keep it pumping. We keep it pushing. You know, and, and, and it's, it sucks, but that's on us because we give them our money at such a vast ratio, even when they don't really deserve it. Like it's different if your team sucks, but the team is trying. Right. It's a lot different if the owner and the coaches are actively having something to do with the success of the team in which you can't even get behind it. Like even when the Sixers were trusting the process, to me, we had a plan. And I was like, we got a plan. I get it. Like, this is what's going on. And those teams were fun to watch, even though they fucking blew. Like, yeah. it wasn't yeah. like one of Shout those out things. MC Dub, by the way. Oh, yeah. Shout out to MC Dub and the greatest empty stat lines in NBA history. This is one of those things where, but I wasn't buying no jerseys from the team. I wasn't even spending money on season tickets for the team. I was watching every game. Like, I still watch it. So they got my te- television revenue. But whatever. Like, like the nat- they don't get those national games. So they don't get that kind of money they would get if they were actually good. They're getting mm-hmm. local money, which is, I mean, for us is millions of dollars, but that's pennies on a dollar in the NBA. Right. You know, so to me, I could justify it in certain ways like that. But when you, when when people when people are playing paying prices to go to the Garden, the Knicks Garden, as if the team is back to back champions every single year.
0: No, Stop And it's doing a that. Huge arena too, where it's like you're not even going to be able to see the court.
1: Stop doing that, like. And that's our. right. I'll put that on us. I'll put that yeah. on us, man. And,
0: and that's why I, I was glad, you know, because that was the crazy thing. It was like, how disconnected can you be from all your fans? Like, not a single fan or not a single person that had an opinion that, you know, is valued by the, the average fan had a positive reaction. You you had legends like Gary Neville, Jamie Carragher. Jamie, legend for Jamie Carragher might be a bit of a stretch. But, um, you know, pundits Rio Ferdinand saying – <laughs> this is a criminal act They're <laughs> like this is a war against the entire sport you know that was the sentiment and it was like i can't believe that they thought this could maybe be an okay idea and it was it's the americanization of the game in many regards um you know a lot of the owners involved in this um in england primarily but in italy i believe too um but with and it's, bay. And it's been over good though Right. No, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, but they're not the ones that have the American owners. So I'm saying, oh, you know, yeah. the American owners were made up, I think more than half of um, the, the teams involved. Um, and, and, you know, so I'm glad it was, it was really cool to see the response. I'm kind of glad that FIFA as slimy as they are immediately told them to shove it and put like immediate pressure on them and said, if you participate in this, your players can't play in the world cup or any, any player that's in there can't play in the world cup, can't play for their national team, which, you know, to me, when I'm thinking about it, it's a Liverpool fan. Virgil van Dijk is, uh, is the Netherlands captain. Andy Robertson is the Scotland national team captain. Um, Egypt only make any type of tournament because of Mohamed Salah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadio Mane is the best player for Senegal. It was like, you just, they weren't going to just take that. So they. I, I would have hoped that if they had gone through that, that all those players would have left and I would have fully supported them for it. But, you know, I also felt so bad thinking of, of that particular sentiment, uh, the players, um, like a, a Marcus Rashford at, you know, Man United, who's a budding superstar, has been at the club since he was eight or nine years old, probably. And now you're going to say you have to pick the club that you've loved your entire life, that you've always been a part of or your country, you know, it was just, so I'm glad that they put the pressure on. Um, but even more so, the response from the fans, um, was, it was cool. It was, I saw a lot of memes talking about, um, you know, like when there's protesting and, and you have uh, a blood and a crip, you know, with the bandanas tied together. That's how it felt. Uh, you know, when, when, when rival fans are all on the same page, um, you know, you have Manchester City, Man United, Liverpool, teams that all despise each other, uh, you know, kind of standing hand in hand and finding no no space to disagree. Um, it did make for one great comment that I saw on social media, which was a Liverpool fan uh, basically saying, um, I need a United fan to tell me what new team that they're going to support if they do the Super League, just so I can pick the rival, um, which which was a nice comment. Uh, positive angle um to to make a joke so but i'm glad that it's fallen through i'm hoping that the other teams that are still committed to it i I can't imagine what they're going to do so i hope they they back out as well because i don't want to watch a world cup or a champions league without Messi um and some of those other players so hopefully it gets straightened out
1: you are highly disrespectful with that comment, but I get what you are trying to say. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch these things without messing and with some of those other players. Like, you, you went through a whole diatribe. No, no, no. You went through a whole diatribe of naming basically the United Nations of top players. <laughs> like, literally okay. pronouncing the names perfect. And then you're like, yeah, you know, I don't want to see
0: messi and those those other well, but i'm just saying he's that much above everyone
1: yeah but sure man you know we're gonna keep it moving but i think that i see even that though i don't know if i like it like the fact that fifa has that kind of power to say that the players who had no choice in the matter to even leave and go to this league are going to be held accountable for what these billionaires are doing which also legally i don't even know if they can do that but the fact that they said that is
0: just like come on i mean i i will say that the one slimy owner in this whole thing that i can kind of respect is the one from real madrid who's kind of the head of this whole thing mm-hmm. where he kind of basically said to that fifa rule he's like okay we'll just make our own world cup yeah we it's like i can at least respect that he went full heel turn we're, yeah. we're doing this or or if i were them
1: i was thinking the same thing i was like or you just reach out to the federation that does the olympics and be like listen can we have something special that comes from the olympics where it's like pre-olympics but it comes every two years <laughs> to the yeah. day of the Olympics, you know what I mean? So it could be something like that, but, but all of this, all of the type of shit that we're talking about reminds you that sports don't mean that much at all on paper when it comes to what you win. It's about how much you make and how people feel about you. Because at the end of the day, if they cared about the sacred secrecy of these trophies and the, the clout that they get for winning things, this would never be in consideration. But never. this obviously shows that even the teams that don't win that are considered holy grail teams aren't doing it yeah, for the glory. The, they're the doing it strictly for the money. Yeah. yeah, and it, and it sucks. Like, yeah, it and, sucks. yeah,
0: it's, it's like the Knicks thing. Like, Tottenham have never won a league. You know, they don't win the league. They they piss away all their other chances at trophies. But they're in London. You know, and they're one of the bigger clubs in London. Um You know, but it's like, yeah, lesser are actually good right now. Like West Ham might be in the Champions League next year, which is awesome because they're never in that spot. And, but, you know, and I think that was the the overwhelming sentiment I think that the players had as well was like, this just isn't the way that sport, you know, and I saw some people talk about how, you know, the NFL, the NBA, you know, the American sports, they're just a business. They don't hide it. They're a business. Whereas the idea of the pyramid system in, in European football is it's supposed to still be a sport based on merit. There's no tanking for draft picks. You know, it's okay. You had a really bad year, finished bottom three in your league. You're going to go down a level and then you're going to earn your way back up, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and it was, that, that was the craziest part of the super league is they wanted a league where in any given year there's 20 teams, but 15 of them can't be relegated. I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And it it totally loses all the luster of also like a Champions League tie where it's like, oh, it's Real Madrid and Bayern. This doesn't happen all the time.
1: But I think that to your other point, though, if this Super League was of the best teams, not just the most well-known teams, then it would be interesting to talk about, Okay, who are the 15 teams that consistently win their leagues they can't be relegated because they have such a large gap from like never being regular, regular uh, relegated that we understand why that's not going to happen. And they're going to beat up on each other. So you're not going to have an easy game ever. Like you're not going to be knocking on some small fry who shouldn't even have the same boots as you. Like you're going to be going after the bloodthirsty ones. So like to a certain extent, but like you said, it takes away. It takes the Cinderella from the, story and it takes away from the magic of what football is supposed to be. Like, you're supposed to all be able to be fucked. Like, that keeps the pressure right. on you to be great.
0: Yeah, like, like you look at Lester and Jamie Vardy specifically. Uh, like, if you've ever, if you know, if you haven't seen the timeline of Jamie Vardy's career, I suggest that everyone go look it up to sum it up and not even do it true justice. As of, like, 2011, he was basically in, like, the fourth or fifth division. That's where he was playing. And not, like, as an up-and-coming prospect on loan. Like, no, he was, like, 27, 28. Um, or maybe younger, but, um, you know, he was established in his career at, you know, at an age where most people at, who are playing at a high level are priority in the premier league. So mm-hmm. he's in the, one of the lowest levels. So he goes to Leicester city, you know, you look at 2014, they're, they're in the championship 2015 or 2014, they win the championship and they get promoted to the premier league. Finally, um, after years below 2015, they barely stay up in the Premier League. They almost get relegated immediately back down. 2016, they win the title as 5,000. 5,000 to 1 underdogs. That would never be able to happen in a Super League system. And it's also like all those teams that are now super, they've all been relegated for the most part. Liverpool have been relegated. Chelsea hadn't won a title since the 50s until – they got bought by a um, a Russian billionaire in, like, 4
1: Yeah, but being relegated in your history is different than a consistent on the cusp of being relegated. Like, that's, that's a lot different. That's true. And I think but, that that's really what it is. I don't think it's about the teams who are so superior that they won't. I think it's more about the idea that you're getting – that the the idea that the most known and marketable teams are the best teams, which is not true. But that's the idea behind it, I think.
0: Yeah. So, and I think one of the coolest things to come out of the super league stuff was the reminder of what German teams do. That is awesome. Uh, I don't know if you're aware of this Um, uh, for those unaware of obviously Bayern Munich, one of the biggest clubs in the world was very much wanted in the super league and probably is a team that deserves some sort of like you can't be relegated, but I mean, that's just what they have in their own league essentially um, Cause they're always just that much better. Basically most of their team is just the German national team uh, in any given year. Um, and then Dortmund, another huge club over there as well. They both didn't accept the super league. And the interesting thing about it is they have a rule in Germany where uh, 51% of the team has to be owned by fans. It has to be uh, accumulation uh, owned by the fans which lets them still have control of the the club and and have those voting rights. So no single entity or or individual can be that detached. You know, they kind of have to stay true to who they are. And then I was most impressed, I think, by PSG because they get so much crap about their financial backing that they, they somehow sniffed it out and were like, man, this isn't a good idea. I think they probably, if it had gone through, they probably would have joined. Nah, nah. PSG is no plug. Well, before we
1: even get to PSG, rewind to the German team. I wanna really believe that that 51% of the team has to be owned by the fans. But I just don't like. I think that it, I, I, think I like. That, I
0: know but, they still have like a club present, so I, I, know, I think it's I think similar the like the rich, Packers. But
1: but I think that there are many a rich fans who own that 51, percent who probably also have ties to the other 49. percent
0: So they're like, that's yeah, fair. That's fair. Like I I, don't, I hope I'm wrong. Like I really do hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I, really I don't I'm know wrong. enough about it to to say whether you're right or wrong. I I, 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 hope, I choose I hope to believe in like the, the romanticism Packers. of it. Listen, I hope this is like the Packers,
1: but. It it kind of is what it is, you know, like because I just don't trust it. And then when it comes to PSG, PSG probably said no because they would have been exposed every goddamn year as being just like, Oh, you're cool in a league where there's nobody. That's that's dope, I guess. Farmers league, as they say. Dude, like, so like I think they were like, Oh, so you're trying to get the best teams, like we have to do this all the time. All right, well, uh,
0: well, holla at us when you figure it out and we'll let you know. Like, I think that I I do win. I do think that that's kind of where they were. Um and that's why I say like I think they may have ended up joining had it gone through and they were like the only big team out. But then again, they probably but, wouldn't have joined
1: because they probably I don't know the numbers at all. I'm making shit up. They probably take
0: 85% of the revenue from that league. I so I, I, I still they, think the Super League might get them more. I, I mean they, they were talking 425 million just to say yes and then basically another 300 million every year but it's a base
1: but even with that we don't know what it costs to be in that league whereas like these other leagues you know what you're running at like you know what the revenue because these other leagues they have certain amount of teams but like a lot of them are all in it on taking a burden for the tv deals all in it for taking the burden for fields all in it for taking like certain aspects of it where this league literally you might make 400 million but you have to spend 250 every year just off the top so you're really i may not be pulling in that much and, and also depends on where you're playing which is also going to be different taxes where like at least if you stay where your home team is your tax situation is probably a lot better because how many billionaires don't pay taxes
0: I believe the number is comfortably at about all of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, And speaking of crooked entities within the government or outside of the government, within money, outside of money, for things that we love and enjoy, I'm transitioning us over to talk about what is, what was, and will always be the
0: new Captain America. Perfectly put. (laughs) <laughs> it, it's it, it's i you know the every time every, the, every episode i just think they i'm like is it the most deep thing that's you know like it feels like they're touching on things that never really got touched on in the mcu probably mm. because you're making a superhero movie so you're not really going to talk about race issues um as much you're not going to talk about mental health um you know but it's like it feels like those are the big themes um a shout out to Sam Wilson, the the real the real new Captain America, mm-hmm. the No Cap Cap, the No Cap Cap. It's
1: it's interesting.
0: I mean, there's only one episode left, I believe, right? One episode left. One episode left, and Papa Doc's gonna think- call in Slim Shady for the finale. <laughs> <laughs>
1: B Rabbit, um, yeah, B think-
0: Rabbit versus GSP,
1: <laughs> with the No Cap Cap as the ref.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I think that the show um, Michael Smith said is from brother from another and ESPN allure and fame. He said, black Panther was the blackest thing Marvel has ever done. This is the most African-American thing Marvel has ever done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which probably means more in the grand scheme of things. And it's, it definitely lays a heavy hand and sometimes it can feel forced, but so does assimilation into a, culture in a community that doesn't accept you so I'm not mad at it at all but I understand that other people may be um I think that the way that they are I like that they made this show kind of like a Scorsese movie where you know who the main people are but you learn so much about all these other characters that they basically are sub main people throughout the entire journey as long as they last
0: yeah, it, it's been a, it's such an amazing watch, you know, and it, it's that, and I, and I think we kind of landed on this last week of, of discussing the fact that there might not be a character, that, you know, a singular character who's the bad guy, quote unquote, and, and you start to realize it's the system, it's the country, it's the government, um, you know, because all of these bad things that are being done by people are also created by these entities um you know behind them you know and and while you know the government you know let's i can't believe i'm gonna do this but empathize with cap cap um you know they create him put the power and pressure on him then when he of course messes up you know they throw him aside Mm -hmm. you know they don't take the accountability for what they did in that situation um same thing, you know, you look at the, the whole ideal behind the Flag Smashers um, journey. They're, you know, they were refugees now being kicked out of the, the places that have become their home, um, you know, and you realize that the system doesn't care. Um, you look at um, the similarities, and, and I was seeing this uh, talking about the conversation that Sam is having with Isaiah um, Bradley, um, you know, the real second Captain America. Mm -hmm. Um and and you know his discussion of you know and you even think back to watching the uh, Captain America the First Avenger, you know he goes against orders go goes and rescues people as Captain America Mm -hmm. tries to submit himself for some sort of punishment for not following orders. They give him a Medal of Honor, you know. Isaiah Bradley does the same thing, jail, you know, and and it's just talking, you know, hit all of those much deeper levels. and and, you know, the mental health and, and, you know, you look at the conversation, I think that was probably the standout scene uh, was the conversation between Sam and Bucky, Bucky, of course, saying. Like, basically I'm sorry. Like, how could we, how could me and Steve have known what that was going to do to you? We didn't know it wasn't fair to you, you know, trying, trying to really express that type of sorrow for putting that on him. Um, without understanding the gravity of that, um, and then you know, kind of on the flip side, um, Sam being the first one, and it was interesting to, as a kind of a callback to the first episode. You know, when Bucky's first in therapy, are you are you having the nightmare? She tells the therapist, no. And you know, when Sam asks, it raw honesty said all the time. Um, and you know, it was like it, the the words that they used were so interesting that Sam was saying, have you really? um you know am- amended your actions you know have mm-hmm. you you know you're, you're trying to right the wrong by doing more things have you actually just sat with someone and said I'm sorry and and you know gone through that process with them which I, it would most certainly appear that we're going to see him do with Yori um, in this upcoming episode is certainly the the belief and sentiment which I would assume to be the case as well but you know, I think it was kind of cool to see that different piece. You know, I don't. I think the, I like. I like that Michael Smith line though. Um, and obviously, you would be able to attest to it far more than I could. But um, you know, and and I think you know, because there's only been a few moments where you feel that like struggle, or, or you know, grief in the MCU. Um, like the one that stands out. Um, would be like Thor and in, in infinity more um, the kind of what more could I lose? Like, you know, that was one of the few moments that had that. So I think this show has been absolutely great with that.
1: And it says a lot that in the MCU, the most grief that we've seen are usually by the villains like Thanos with Gamora, Loki, Loki. Yeah. Like it's the ones that like we're not supposed to root for that show the most human out of everybody cuz everybody else just keep on keeping on and these villains are like tortured people or tortured beings whatever you want to call them and i think that the falcon and the winter soldier it's there's parts of it that i like less than i probably should like how it took bucky and sam both to take down cap cap and it's just like okay man at some point at some point. I get it. The Winter Soldier is 100 years old. But I need you to be the Winter Soldier again. Like, I need you to, like... See, that's
0: the thing. I, I can understand how Falcon's not going to do it. He's not juiced. He's not juiced up. Like, you're an Avenger. Like, you probably should be able to take down this guy. But, like, Bucky should have pieced him up.
1: Pieced him. Like, pieced <laughs> him. Like, like I, don't, I don't even think he hit him with a clean combo the whole fight. I'm like, bruh. Like, and, and, and the crazy part is... Sam is probably the main reason why they want to fight. Like, it's just like, dog, come on. And he he didn't even have his wings anymore at that point. It was just like, yeah. Come on. By the
0: man. way, kind of a cool shot, though, of um, – and I, I want to say they played um, a, a theme from Captain America, the first Avenger I saw. I can't remember exactly what theme it was, but, but kind of the, the light shining on Bucky as he's holding the shield. I thought that oh, yeah. was a pretty cool shot. Um, yeah, but but I, I believe there was a callback to kind of him in in his first movie in, in that moment with the music. I, I can't recall exactly, but yeah, that, that that should have been a way easier fight. Dude, um, that fight was like hard, hard. Like it was just like like the it, like it looked like Captain America, uh, Iron Man, and Thor against Thanos type of thing. Where it's like really yeah yeah all three. Like, you know
1: both of you all three of y'all all yeah. three of y'all <laughs> all three. Like, it, it, and, it, and it's just like, and it, even with, um, like, it still has some corny Marvel moments. Oh, of course. Like, when, yeah. when Cap Cap was getting his wings torn off, he's like, ah, as if he can feel the wings literally being torn off his back. Like, he, right. he,
0: he was like, ah.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, you didn't fight that hard to get up. Like, it didn't feel right. Yeah. Like, just send the jetpacks and go. Dude, yeah, like like a big brother holding a <laughs> little brother down and slapping him like they yeah. he just was like ah I'm on the ground. What you gonna do
0: about it? Yeah, but but I I think to to circle back, that's what Marvel I feel has always done so much better than any other superhero movie is building that complexity mm-hmm. where you know sometimes you're like man I really feel bad for this villain or that hero kind of a dick <laughs> <laughs> like like you know it was always. Uh, You know, DC movies, apart from, say, like the Dark Knight, where they had those more complex pieces or or more of a cinematic feel, you know, it was always like, yep, the hero versus the villain. You know, they're all superheroes. But whereas Marvel, you always kind of felt like, okay, they're superheroes, but you get to see the human side way more where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you're not watching Iron Man for Iron Man. Most times you're watching it for Tony Stark, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, you know, the the character building was always what really was the best for them is, you know, you got to see the ups, the downs, the trauma, the grief. Um, So, you know, and I think they've kind of fully turned into that in this show, which has been delightful to see. So I'm I'm optimistic for the finale. Um, I think we're going to see Torres as the Falcon uh, with Sam as the new Captain America. Um well, which is, well,
1: Torres isn't called the Falcon, if my if my research is correct. It's some, like, he has the Falcon wings, but he has, like, a, a different type of name attributed to him because, you know, he has his own little thing. And I texted the homies, and I was like, I can't wait to see that punk-ass metal go against Vibranium. Right, that's what I was saying. I was out. like,
0: oh, yeah, he's building this into down there. Good luck.
1: And he probably has zero clue what it's made out of. He probably didn't, doesn't even know what Vibranium is.
0: Yeah, you just look at him. I also think it's just so funny that you know him and the actor, him and his dad have now played villains if effectively in the MCU. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um
1: also if, if I don't know, I haven't done any research on this at all, and I haven't rewatched most of the episodes. I've only rewatched two of the episodes, the last two. And
0: yeah, this last one's the first one that I haven't gotten a chance to rewatch yet.
1: And all right, so correct me if I'm wrong. <sighs> Did they do it again? Did they treat us like this? A horror movie. The first black hero in the entire show. The first hero that dies in the entire show was black.
0: Oh yeah, I, I, I did think about that. They they gave hey, him Bray. they gave him the worst nickname.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely the worst nickname. <laughs>
0: yeah, And then they was... just kill him off, and he and he gets and he gets killed by a, a little girl. They, they could have at least made it a little bit better by like being like, "Yep, Steve's dead," and show it.
1: Something show the grave like they said. Yeah, done with it. But it's it's um. I thought about that. I was like, yeah, horror movie style. I was like, is that the first hero to die in this entire show, and he's black? And I was like, everyone's white.
0: (laughs) Everyone's white except for No Cap Cap.
1: You know what's crazy? Everyone's uh. You said everyone's black?
0: I'm sorry, everyone's white. I was like, (laughs) like, I'm tired. I'm tired.
1: But but the thing is though about that is crazy because if you look at all, there's a lot of diversity in this show, mm-hmm. but like almost none of it is with people who are considered heroes.
0: Also, by the way, when we're talking about feeling bad for the villains, we missed the most obvious one: is Zemo. <laughs> oh, we talked about the last episode though. We talked yeah, about yeah, last, we, did. we did, we did, episode. we did. Yeah, I was like, yo, man, like I've really
1: Zemo's become one of my favorite characters.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I also love. I've been seeing stuff where it's like. Like, look at all the people that tried to tear up the Avengers. It's like Thanos, uh, Loki, Ultron. And it's like, who actually succeeded? A white man with privilege. And it's just the video of him fist pumping in the club. <laughs> this guy.
1: <laughs> A white man with privilege. Never sleep on him. The Baron. Never sleep on. The Baron, baby. <laughs> Never sleep on a white, rich man. Speaking of which,
0: because it's baseball season, shout out to the Birmingham Barons. Oh, one time for the one. Wait till you see the jersey
1: I just bought that is still waiting to come in the mail. You're going to be proud of it. Um, But uh, yeah, man, like where where do they go from here? I want some bold predictions. Give me three bold predictions. No
0: more. Like for for the finale or for the finale? Hmm. Where do they go it it, ju- it feels like it's gonna be some weird royal rumble shit because it's like everyone wants to kill sam less mm-hmm. so bucky but mostly sam um it feels like um gsp certainly is expressing that um you know and then you look at walker it's like but he's not, also I, I think there's gonna be a clash between Walker and Carly.
1: Again. I said bold predictions. These okay. are the predictions that are probably not okay. going to come through. Um,
0: We're going to go one for one. You started off. Three. I'm trying to think if I want to go like the humorous route. But I'm, I'm trying to really think about this critically. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a bold death I want to go with i'm starting off <laughs> yeah you go ahead just, i'm so.
1: i didn't i didn't know prep about this i didn't even know i was gonna ask you this question but as we we're talking
0: i'm just gonna say it okay let's Bucky hear it gonna die Bucky's Bucky's dead. that you know I, I was thinking about that um why do you bang bang, why Bucky. do you think so
1: <clears throat> because throughout this entire show he's becoming more and more at peace with mortality not only because he knows it's always been possible, but because I think he believes he can rest easier without being alive. I think that Mike Tyson says some, he says profound shit all the time, but right before the Roy Jones fight. I
0: broke my back.
1: He said something that really touched me and he was like, he only had one Roy Jones fight. That's true. Um, <laughs> he said, I can't find happiness in this world. There's no peace for me in this world. And I think that that's what Bucky is. I think Bucky realizes that no matter how much he tries to do, no matter how much he tries to work on himself and and be a good dude and all that, those nightmares ain't going nowhere. He killed numerous, and numerous of people, most of them probably innocent by today's standards. And he just, I think he's fed up with trying to be something that he can never attain. And I think that he'll be willing to go full fledged um off in cap cap. If even if he has to take out himself to do it, or even destroy the flag smashers, even if you got to destroy himself to do it,
0: I I don't hate it. Um, I'll go with the Bucky one. He, I, I don't know how this would happen, so that, that's why I feel like it might work. He completely sheds the Winter Soldier, and be and becomes the White Wolf. Hmm. New 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 suit new everything. That's what I'm hoping for. Is it basically they try and make it this new chapter? Maybe he's in Black Panther too, because that that's what that dude needs. Just go let him live in Wakanda, <laughs> like let him chill. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. He probably wants that.
0: Yeah, like he, he seemed he to be pretty place. happy there. It's the only place they brought him peace. Right. So that that's that's what I think. That's what I'm gonna go with is. When they show up, or, or by the end of the battle in New York, he's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's the White Wolf.
1: Huh? He's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's the White Wolf. Well, he hasn't been a Winter Soldier this goddamn entire time. But um he's just been Bucky, which is kind of whack. James, uh, well,
0: what's better, Bucky or his, going by the full name, James Buchanan Barnes?
1: What's better? Or worse, uh, I
0: guess. what's What's less worse? Because there's nothing really better. Uh, I feel like that answers it in a way. Yeah, it's, it's equally <laughs> as bad.
1: Because they both feel like...
0: They both have some corny names, by the way. Sam Wilson. <laughs> um, also, I think well, one cool thing, just on the Bucky note, um, before I forget, there's kind of a cool moment, like the smile that he gets. And maybe he was just, you know trying to be his uh, 1940s flirtatious self. But it, it seemed like there was a moment where he heard that Sam's sister's name was Sarah, which of course was Steve's mom's name. And one of the, you know, big ways that he proved to Steve that, you know, at any given time he wasn't the winter soldier. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I thought that was kind of cool um, that some people were picking up on that that there was like, Oh, he smiled when he heard just the name. Um, mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think more bold predictions. Um. Oh, um, GSP calls out Khabib. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he loses to, to Sam and says, I may, I may not be able to beat the Falcon, but I can damn well beat the Eagle.
1: <laughs>
0: or if I were writing it, I would also have um, him and Sam fighting and then at one point they step back kind of uh, like when he talks uh, shit to Steve in their fight, he's like, I thought, I thought you were more of a man than just a shield mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want him to say to Sam, I am not impressed with your performance. I, I just want, I just want little subtleties that MCU fans may not notice. Yeah. But real GSP fans will notice, which obviously oh. they would never do because it completely would take away from the show. But that's what I want. <laughs> I want. I want some real GSP stuff. <laughs> All
1: right. Good, good, bold one. Good, bold one. I'm going to go the route that last episode, we're going to see a minimum of one more OG Avenger in the show.
0: Does War Machine count? He's already saying, in I- it. Oh, that's somebody what I else. mean. That's what I was saying. I didn't know if yeah. you meant like oh, a yeah, no, no, no. machine doesn't count. Well, okay, no, 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 so we'll somebody... get an actual one showing up. Yep. I, I kind of think that's gonna be the case as well. Um who do you think it is? Who who shows up?
1: <sighs> who the fuck knows, honestly? Like uh my it'll be I, I also
0: think I, I got another one. Isaiah Bradley suits up in some form or fashion. Um mm. that, that's gonna be my bold prediction. I I won't say I'm confident in that. I feel like they've done his arc in the show.
1: I would love it if he didn't because he has dedicated his life to not serving America. Yeah, that's yeah. So, like, I I don't want him to come to the rescue of America because America doesn't deserve it. Um, But that's your bold prediction. So who am I to knock it? Uh, My last bold prediction is going to be, I think that, We're not done seeing and hearing from Zemo.
0: I I would agree.
1: In this in this series, though, not just in the MCU, in this series, I think that there's going to be something that happens in this episode with Zemo.
0: I do too. Do we think Chris Evans is going to be in it? <sighs> also, does I, I, that doesn't count as your Avenger thing, right? Unless he's actually fighting, but he's not going to be fighting. I'm just saying, like, if we see old Cap,
1: no, no, old Cap don't count. count. Yeah, yeah, they don't count. I
0: I just wanted to, I just want to clarify that. I do think we might see Chris Evans.
1: Mm, mm. I really Um, hope not. And I I, I say that that.
0: partially because I saw an interview with Wyatt Russell who plays Cap Cap, um, and they asked if he had ever met Chris Evans, and he gave some really weird, nondescript, shady answer. It's like yeah i've been around him can't say i've ever like you know it like it was like a weird as if he was trying not to spoil something type mm. of answer okay. so so that's why i kind of think that he might be there um I, I don't know how bold that is um but I, I think we i think we see chris evans okay or okay. i guess aged chris evans All right. All right.
1: or not using juice chris evans
0: yeah, Joe Biden, Chris Evans.
1: Yeah, he did like Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm he really, I'm deep.
0: really, I'm really stuck on who this Avenger is going to be, though. I'm, I'm really trying to dig through.
1: I think who it'll be a minimum it. of one OG Avenger pop
0: Oh, up. Oh, so we're talking OG original six Avenger?
1: No, I mean like OG is in the Avenger like they, movies. They, they've gone okay. They've been at least one of the Avenger movies and helped fight crime with the Avengers.
0: See, it's like it. You, you, this is where it becomes just the the corporations that own these things. Because if they're in New York, it should be Spider Man, but it won't be because of the Sony stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. But that
0: would be the one that would make sense.
1: But the Sony stuff got cleared up though. So like you don't I, really know. I think
0: yeah. yeah it, it would also be up. it would also be very funny just because of the history of uh, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan on every press junket just talking shit about Tom Holland Mm. like exclusively so to put the three of them together as a tag team even in the show I feel like would be like some light fan service for people but it's interesting now that I think about it is there something you can do there that well this I I forget the timeline I think this would be like right after the most recent Spider-Man movie
1: i i don't re- i don't i'm not good with spider-man's timeline at all but like, because it's so just,
0: so far from home was post um endgame post
1: civil war right
0: no that's homecoming homecoming it was, was homecoming. post civil war that's what i meant yeah, um yeah. but his most recent one was post endgame because he's dealing with the death of tony and everything mm-hmm. but i want to say
1: like i got those parts i just don't know how far
0: right because I, I i think if i remember correctly falcon is supposed to be like six months it's
1: yeah, six months they say yeah
0: um and that's like i think that far from home would have been in that timeline um but then
1: he would have been in europe and not new york
0: right but i'm, I'm thinking if he's back you yeah. know it's like i i don't I, I don't remember if it was like just a summer vacation How like, they,
1: they would have? But if this, he also
0: has a movie coming out that's why i think it could work but at the yeah, same I time, thinking, you would have expected I, Doctor Strange. I was thinking Vision. Black
1: Widow because they moved everything around for that specific movie. Somehow she could be part of it. But if we go with Spider-Man, peep this though. They're in New York. They about to get that shit going. They see the screens get taken over and be like, Spider-Man's real name is Peter Parker. And then they find him like, oh, we can find Peter Parker. He's here. And then they just literally make a beeline and try to find Peter Parker. under they know the true identity of Spider-Man because only Iron Man knew that.
0: Well, I mean, they saw his face in Endgame.
1: They don't know him, though. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's just one of those days where, like, everybody sees everybody's face in the Avengers, but, like, I don't know this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, I mean, the only actual interaction they have is in the terminal. Um, yeah. Which, we, they, I, I'm, I'm fully on board and rooting for the Spider-Man thing now because and I know that Kevin Feige has said this, the inspiration behind this show was that terminal scene with the two of them together. That's what sparked this whole idea. Um, so I am fully on board. Um, Spider-Man will be there. That, that's that's going to be my bold prediction is kind of stealing your prediction of an Avenger, and it I'm going to shoot of, my shot. I'm, I'm shooting my shot. All. I'm shooting my shot, Spider-Man. <laughs> Also, Doctor Strange would make sense because he's in New York as well. But Spider Man.
1: But they're also the fucking Avengers. They can get to New York if they need to. Yeah,
0: hey, Doctor Strange can pull anyone from anywhere. So.
1: Like they have access to no bank accounts, but the greatest technology money can buy. I
0: just I just want Jon Favreau pulling up in a chopper.
1: <laughs> dope. That could be dope.
0: I I want the scene from Fast and Furious where um. Where the rock just basically takes a mis- like a fifty cal, and it's just or like a chopper gunner gun, and he's just holding it. That's what I want John Favreau to do. Fuck realism.
1: Somehow, somehow the Mandalorian makes it difference. Like, Oh, what happened? But oh,
0: I, God, I was going to say happens. Deadpool. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to throw Deadpool out because I know they want him to start doing the Stan Lee cameos. But yeah, I I'm, I really hope for a cameo. It feels like they put more. Effort into the connection to the real world in this one than Wandavision, obviously. I think people were disappointed that Doctor Strange wasn't in Wandavision.
1: Yeah, it's 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 hard to really. I mean, it's only so many times you can play the same tune, you know. And it's just there's such low hanging fruit with putting magic people with magic people and non-magic people with non-magic people. Like it's just, it's very simple and they don't typically go that simple, but I wouldn't say i would be upset if that happened.
0: What what do we think the outcome for Sharon is too? Because now it really feels like we know, okay, she's either the power broker or, I mean, she's probably the power broker. So like, I'm curious to see what that confront seemingly inevitable confrontation is um, when it's her meeting up with Sam and Bucky again and they realize that, you know, she's basically hired or, or you know, she's sent GSP now to basically try and kill Sam.
1: Ah, uh, Sharon. Um, you know, it's 2021, so we off white women, but uh, <laughs> I think that she... Is just playing both sides of the fence and hoping which, like a true spy, wins. or just a true business person, and just saying, Whoever wins, wins, you know, because she has no stake in the game anymore. Because I don't think she cares about her life of luxury in Europe. And I think that she is at anguish because she's exiled from America. So, it, it, would, it would
0: seem to add up to something where she's going to turn cheek try and now prove that she's a good guy do something to maybe maybe try and get her name cleared maybe but i'm excited for it either way i think they probably should just kill her off because
1: cap is dead kill all these old ties let's get this shit cracking with a new life like at the end of the day man it's only so much juice in this orange like did we miss sharon no now that she's back it was cool but, it was like, oh, I know her. Yeah, it was like it was like the cute girl from high school who you saw randomly at the McDonald's. Was like, oh, she's still cute. That was good that I got to see that. But if I never see you again, we have those two times, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Did, did you <laughs> did you add to my enjoyment of the show?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like her part could have been somebody who wasn't her, and it would have been.
0: It, it was both. nice to feel the continuation.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really what it is. It's more of a. A familiar face. Then. But it was like
0: the, the Don Cheadle cameo almost I, I would argue added more to the show. I didn't like how I didn't hear his
1: mo- his mechanical legs. <laughs> True. Okay. Like I thought about that the other day randomly in the shower. Was he, he just wearing a,
0: a jacket on on top and the mechanical legs below or yeah,
1: and it was just smooth sailings. I'm like, I heard them legs in every scene that you were in after that accident. Now we don't hear them at all.
0: It right, It's quiet. Did, I'm trying to think of like, oh, maybe Tony figured out some of the technology. It's like, hmm, did he though? Oh, well, was he, Did he always have the mechanical legs in Endgame? Mm-hmm. I know he did in Infinity War, mm-hmm. but I couldn't remember if there was something where they were like, oh, five years later, we figured it out. Oh. Not, not, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, <laughs> don't think so at all. <laughs> no, because he was, yeah, I mean, he was down under, well,
1: yeah, because when he was underneath the water with, um,
0: he didn't have his legs, rocket. I didn't think. Was it rocket? Yeah, that was rocket. Uh, portion end game legs. And he had to crawl and he so had to, like to crawl and thing.
1: use his body leverage to get the rocks off a of rocket. Wait, so he's he, so yeah, he
0: paralyzed. Um, yeah. Okay. It so it, it looks like they they're like leg braces now instead of full iron legs. So like he, he can still mm. walk, I guess. Like yeah. if you if you just look up uh, war machine endgame legs, which is a weird thing to Google search up. <laughs> I'm pretty lucky that there wasn't like weirder internet stuff on there.
1: Is this an Avengers porn site?
0: Right, that's what I'm thinking. Um yeah, it looks like it looks like he's like just strapped into these leg braces. Uh, okay. I'm on a different computer, otherwise I would share my screen. But yeah, so I, I'm I'm okay with it now. It's like you could wear suit pants over these. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 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 not as upset about that now. Yeah, because I was thinking I was like I, I didn't think he had like the metal legs on all the time anymore. <laughs> it it, it which like it felt easy to be like yep five years of Tony Stark being back he figured it out for his boy.
1: But, Listen. Listen, we we should have known better about assuming that when Superman was paralyzed and couldn't figure that out. So,
0: but yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm pumped to see it. I, I want the Dormilaje back. I want just everyone going at it. It'll be interesting. I, I'd be cool if there's some thing with like Avengers Tower, which I think is still technically a thing in New York. I, I feel like it, it was still. Up and at him, but that'd be kind of cool just to like have it in the background uh, of some of these scenes. So I'm
1: It'll looking forward to it
0: though.
1: It'll be dope if um the way Cap Cap dies is that he throw his shield, Sam throws his shield, and it cuts through uh Cap Cap's shield and strikes him in like the chest.
0: Just snaps in half, yeah.
1: Or or you just hear Thor's voice aim for the head <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. uh, So, yeah. uh, Overall, what am I rooting for from a comedic standpoint? I want GSP to call out Khabib. Uh, Another one I'm going to add to that as well is as they're rolling up to New York, I want Sam listening to an Eminem song just to hype him up.
1: Sam listening to an Eminem song just to hype him up. Yeah.
0: Just for an eight mile reference. (laughs) I just want, I just want like, um, lose your uh, yeah that would be the perfect one lose yourself <laughs> lose yourself on just as he's like about to jump out of the plane obviously they're not going to do it licensing all that fun stuff not that they can't afford it
1: but it's disney they can afford Marshall. i I,
0: I just Max. don't think that that's what they're concerned about <laughs> especially in a show that's like trying to be pretty real about stuff i don't think they're playing that they should though.
1: uh, uh they keep showing the winner sort of getting his ass beat so <laughs> i don't know if they're trying to be realistic <laughs>
0: That's true. That's true. I don't want yeah. like to see that. That's one uppercut, f- and I- everyone should be gone. Yeah, I miss but the other people. thing is like, in sometimes he clicks in, like when he was on like the stairs chase and he's just hopping up flights of stairs all at mm-hmm. once, hopping up railings, like, oh yeah, you forget, like, oh yeah, this guy's real deal, Holyfield, or like he still has it in him when he's got that knife in his hand. Um, yeah. but it's like, yeah, he needs to show up, he needs to tighten up, man. Can't be out here with the semi semi
1: winter. I can't be out here with the spring soldier. I need the winter soldier, dog. (laughs) Like the Groundhog
0: Day soldier.
1: Yeah, man. We can't have the winter solstice soldier. We gotta have the winter soldier.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Winter solstice. Yeah, like it really feels like it's like a Groundhog Day thing with him. It's like, nope. Saw my shadow. Can't be the winter soldier today. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what it feels like. And it's <laughs> fucking annoying, man. You know how annoying it is as a black man to watch a white man with all the privilege choose to not use his privilege to help a black man? I <laughs> <laughs> can get it. Speaking of helping black a black man, we got some news today. Yeah. National news. And I mean, national news, unlike
0: I regional global. news
1: that we pretend is national.
0: I went pretty global.
1: Huh? I'd, I'd say global. That's a good point. This is global news that happened here. And it's it's a interesting time right now in the States because everybody's breathing a sigh of relief because they believe there's going to be no rioting. There's going to be none of these things. However, I would argue that a lot, if not the majority of people who were doing that looting and rioting, were not people who stood for the cause, but were standing next to the cause in order for them to serve their own cause for whatever that might have been. Um, and there was a great deal of human beings who did not see this trial going this way and believed that there was no murder that took place. So I wonder if the government is keeping the National Guard in cities like Philadelphia currently in order to protect the black people in that city as opposed to oppress the black people in said cities?
0: Yeah, um, it. I think the the, the sentiment that kind of came to me that I was thinking about was, you know, they announced it, or they announced it, what, three or four that they had a verdict and then they didn't announce the verdict till five. I think that the thing that people need to remember of how far we still have to go as a society is while everything said that the result should have been what it is, there was still that waiting period of you didn't know what the verdict was going to be for sure. You know, all, all the evidence and, you know, video footage points one way. But because of the history of how these um, types of cases have always gone, um, you didn't know what the verge was going to be. So like you didn't have a, a confidence in what that was going to be until it was read, um, which I think is, you know, where, you know, people can take that breath, but remember that we still have a ways to go so that you don't have to hold your breath the same way you did today.
1: Mm. And I think that the holding of the breath <clears throat> it's interesting because there's, I would be shocked if there isn't an appeal put in. I would be less shocked, but still shocked if that appeal isn't granted. And I would be more shocked than anything if he gets what is possible of 40 years. So this whole thing is probably not going to be over, over for another two-ish years. Mm-hmm. That's just a guesstimation just by how long it usually takes a court system to do, especially something that costs this much money to put forth. Um, yeah, I'll, and then another trial, I, unless they expedite this so that it could just be over with, which is definitely possible, this could be another two-ish years of... Everybody I'm like, oh, he didn't get sentenced. Oh, what's going on here? What's happening here? Like, it's, it's a lot <clears throat> when you look at these types of crimes just because of the nature of them. But it's even harder when you realize how long it actually takes decisions to be made, especially when this is a state case. And when you have a state case, the judge has so much more power as it relates to sentences, gu- sentencing guidelines, than other people do because mm-hmm. if it was federal then you have to go by the letter of what the law says no matter what at a minimum you know it's just like oh no these three crimes equal this you can get this time or you can get this time where it's a little bit looser of a leeway like there's been judges who have literally somebody been convicted of a crime where they supposed to serve 10 years they served two years in prison fighting the case and the judge was like, you, nah, that's good enough for me. You can leave. And it's like, huh? Like, what's going on with that? You know, so I, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just still so much going on that we still need to realize that we are actively protecting this person because he hasn't technically finished getting his days in court. And by we, I mean the government, because there's still going to be this viewpoint of them. They're going to use this as the same way. They, they're going to use this in the opposite way that they talk about Black people. Like how when somebody mentions a Black person like myself, who has no criminal history, um, no kids, uh, especially out of wedlock. Um, shows up on time, tips well, all of the things they say Black people don't do or tend to do because of who we are, they say, you're not like the rest of them. They're going to do the same thing with this cop and say, he's not like all cops. And it's funny because you don't do that for the people you consider criminals on our side of the fence. You don't say that they're not like the rest of them. Exactly. Where we're showing you on paper factual evidence and on video factual evidence about how this cop is like a lot of other cops and yet it's still one of those things so i i said this earlier and i was like i hope that people look at this and it's a step forward for people respecting black lives and a step backwards for people no i said that I didn't. I'm not saying it as eloquently as I said it earlier. I said I hope that people understand and realize what it is to protect and support Black lives, and understand what it realize it is to care about blue lives, which is a profession. You know, like I think that that's that's one of the those is chosen. Yeah, it's chosen, man. Like it. Is, that's that's just what. It, it is going to be, and it has to be. And people have to pick a side, man. Like you have to pick a side. There's no, this little in-between game that people still want to play. Like, I don't want to hear none of that. Like what's, what's going on? Like what's cracking, what's happening? Tell me what it's going to be and let's get to the business because until cops are getting 40 years and uh, the legal system changes it, where if a police department gets sued, it doesn't come out of tax money, it comes out of the pension money. That's what really needs to happen. That way, people know that like, I can get 40 years in prison and people can lose their pensions because I did this thing. I bet you people There's will. There's your stop. pressure. Mm-hmm.
0: You'd know which one's of... your taser and which one's your gun.
1: Yup. 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 Because it's just, even the cops that get sentenced, man, they don't get that much time. Like anytime, I don't want to spend one minute behind bars. So, I'm put that out there. So, one minute is too much time for me. But how much time did the officer get who killed um, Botham John? Seven years or something like that?
0: Yeah, it wasn't much.
1: And and it's seven years maximum, I think. I don't think it's seven years, like, minimum. You guys are over to seven, you can get out. I think the yeah, minimum is like two those or Mark three years. Mark Wahlberg sentences. Yeah, you know, so. He was supposed to get, the, like, years
0: and got, like, 40 days.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and they're not throwing rocks. They're throwing bullets. So it's, it's, it's scary out here, man, it's spooky out here. And we know what the situation is, we know what's going on, but it's, all up, it's up to all of us to stay united and really take today as a measuring stick and a learning block and part of the, the journey and not the final destination. Because if people fall asleep because they got what they wanted in theory, then we've lost again. Yeah, look at it the
0: same way. Even with the general election, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, just because you get one small piece of the puzzle filled in doesn't mean there's not the rest of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can do one page uh, in a textbook, um, for lack of a, I'm sure much easier analogy that isn't coming to me immediately, but you know, like you look like a math textbook. It's like, yeah, I figured out the problem. I did it. It's like okay, now you're gonna now you apply that to other, uh, you know, a, a new equation. You know, you're gonna take what you did there, but now you're gonna add to it. You know, now you're gonna push further. You're gonna do more. Um, that's a pretty good save on that analogy, but you, it. you
1: saved it, you saved it.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I think that's the way to look at it. Is um, job's not done. You know, it's a it's a, it's a good step. Yeah, I mean and this is and this is th- this is a up. murder charge in 40 years, you know. What mm-hmm. happened to life? Life for a life. No, I'm not calling it death penalty. I'm just saying like put him in jail. And, for life. And a lot of
1: cops live cushy jail- lives in jail cuz sure.
0: cuz that's the boys.
1: You know, so it's 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 just all screwy, man, and hopefully, hopefully 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 which I don't believe is going to happen, but hopefully this is a step in the direction for people who don't have to deal with these types of atrocities on a day-to-day basis to actually stay engaged and stay tuned in and call for justice in all of these other situations. I mean, while the trial was happening, there was, I believe, three different instances of police killings on camera of unarmed minorities. And one of them was a 12-year-old boy in Chicago. So uh, it's Yeah, I think I think the
0: stat that the stat that Mm -hmm. hit the hardest of, especially again going back to having to hold your breath for what that verdict is. This is, I believe, he was the seventh on-duty cop convicted of murder since 2005. Out of 15,000 people killed by cops on duty, Mm -hmm. and before anyone tries to say, "Oh, well, a, a bunch of them probably deserved it," that's not their job. No, and when they you when you you can't arrest mass murderers and not shoot them and then try and justify killing anyone who's unarmed. That's also, my viewpoint.
1: I've never ever ever. And maybe they just don't release part of the footage, Ivan. Maybe maybe I'm gonna be I'm gonna be uh. I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic to say that this happens a lot, but we never see it. All right, which is I don't believe that. Yeah, we'll put it out there, but I'm gonna act like I do. In the cop protocol, you are a first responder. So if a person is losing life, it's your job mm-hmm. to preserve life. Doesn't that still count if you're the person who took the life? Especially, well, I, would, if- I would
0: say so. That um, the the case of DJ Henry. um, you know, which is close to me with, you know, knowing his family when he was shot and pulled out of his car and bleeding out, um, they were tasing people that tried to come help him. And, and again, you talk about the cyclical nature of how the, these officers are treated. That officer was named officer of the year for that township or county or whatever it was. So reopen that case as well. Reopen all all the shady cases, or really all the cases.
1: Imagine if a firefighter threw gas on the fire and then lit somebody on fire if they're running in to try to save people. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that's insane. Imagine if a paramedic was like, you know – I could use this gurney to save your life, but I'm just gonna roll you to the ambulance instead because I don't want to get the sheets dirty. We will look at those people like yo, you're not doing your job at all. Actually, you're doing it in the in adverse way, but when Protect it comes and to serve. Exactly. And when it comes to cops holding literally the, the the smallest increment of the letter of what it is to be a cop to a standard, we act like it's not a big deal. And the thing that one of the things that got me was this this is from brother from another too, but it wasn't it wasn't it was uh, one of their guests who's a lawyer I believe, and he was like, imagine if a video came out of Derek Chauvin kneeling on a golden retriever's neck for nine minutes plus. The outcry would have been far superior when it came to him saying that he didn't kill a dog, or that he didn't have animal cruelty, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be people saying, yeah, but what was the condition of that golden retriever's heart? Him like you killed a dog, that's unacceptable. What were we are going to do about this?
0: Yeah, he had no problems breathing for the rest of his life, until yeah, until he had a, a knee yeah. on his neck. That's his, that's that's the story of his condition.
1: Yeah, so I, it's it, we getting pissed on him, being told it's rain, and then when we grab an umbrella, they're telling us that it's sunny outside. So you got to stay aware of this because they will continue to do the same things that they've been doing because it has worked out for them. It's not about working out for you because nobody cares about the others. They care about the majority. And when you care about the majority, it's only so much of your time space and energy that you care to give to people who you deem lesser than you. And one of the things that I told a student today, I was like, We, as a people, and I mean Black people specifically, have to stop looking for... How did I put it? Uh, We got to stop, as Black people, looking for the majority of people to show us humanity when they don't think we are human that's what i told her i was like we got to stop looking for people to show us humanity who don't consider us human that sounds crazy and yet we keep doing it we keep being like how can this happen why is this happening what's going on here what's happening here it's because we aren't what they see even if it is what we show them to be, just like you can tell me that this man died of a drug overdose or heart failure that had nothing to do with being suffocated, and I'm watching you choke him out. But give him forty, that'll teach him. I know I've seen people who are in jail for life for weed, so give him forty, give him that double, that double, that double up as a up, start. Yeah.
0: As a start, yeah.
1: Yeah, give him that. Give them that, Sean Kent, man. Put put some put some numbers double on double. that
0: jersey. Yeah, put the,
1: <laughs> put some numbers on that jersey, man. I'm I, I usually don't advocate for people to get crazy time in prison because prison system is some bullshit, but I'm I'm advocating this time. Give him that forty. Give them that forty piece. That e forty walty.
0: Yeah, I'm in full full support.
1: Hmm. And we'll see what happens, man. I can't. I I I, I need to see the sentencing. That's, that's the part that I need to be, because without the sentencing, this is a hollow victory for me.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like that was kind of the sentiment that, that I was gathering from a lot of people that are you know most affected by these decisions. And, you know, because of the people from their communities is it was like good, I guess. But, I'm, you know, there's no satisfaction in this. There's no. You know, we haven't reached justice. You know, justice would be he's alive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so it's, I I think that's kind of where where I, and I I think many others fall and and you seemingly as well, um, is there's no satisfaction in one, but hopefully everything goes the way it should. Then there's, you have a little more precedent, which is needed right now um so i don't really have much to add beyond that
1: (laughs) stay dangerous out there people because safety is a privilege
0: wake up feeling
1: dangerous (laughs) 420
0: also yeah shout shout out to david ortiz by the way on, on 420 for uh one of the greatest speeches in the history of the city of boston uh, and the most memorable sporting event I have been to, or will ever go to again, for many more reasons than the sport. So, shout out to him as always. And Amen. and happy belated Patriots Day to everyone. Uh, and we know you were all checked in yesterday. Unfortunately, yeah, the marathon pushed off till the fall, but we'll get it.
1: <laughs> Wake up, bake up, get your cake up. Fall 20. almost Earth Day. We out. When did it become Earth Fest? I just heard about that. It's a whole week long, but never mind. Oh, fuck for real? Earth. Yeah, fuck the Earth. I'm joking. Don't fuck Well, I mean,
0: we would, they'd have to get the next century of uh. If the Earth Earth Day days in. No, no, the, no. The problem is the world seemed to, like, explode in, like, six years anyway. So they're like, okay, how about we just do, like, let's go out with a bang, Earth Fest <laughs> instead of just Earth Day that they would have had for years and years on end. Now they're just trying to, you know, fit it all in. Um, but yeah, but I, I think the
1: trees that, don't save the tree. You know, look at me trying to act like I don't care about nature. <laughs> roll yeah. the trees, don't save the trees, motherfuckers. But also,
0: roll the trees too. It's, it's all organic, it's all natural. Mm. <laughs> we out. And RIP speaking ben of Asking. out, yeah, RIP Ben Askin for sure, for sure. Um, and we'll see what happens with Jorge Masvidal all this weekend. Um, but we out, FSG get out of Liverpool. I want you away from the Red Sox as well. Get away from my life before you ruin anything anymore. Actually, buy more stuff. Own, put a put a uh, put a bid into trademark yeah. clam chowder and lobster roll. I, I want them go to go I want them to lose their NASCAR team that I don't even care about. That, that's how <laughs> deep it is. We out. we out. When you
1: walk through a storm. sweet
0: silver sound of love
1: Walk